Hello, everybody. This is Ellie Moon. You are listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So, come on. Let's go. Literary treats await. Anyone up for a fairy tale? (laughs) They call it a fairy tale, but really a lot of these stories by the Brothers Grimm, they're actually like ghost stories. Like you could sit around a campfire and read this and you want to cozy in to your mother or your father because they're sometimes pretty scary. They're kind of grim. Yeah, the Brothers Grimm fairy tales. Tonight, I have a special treat for you. Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. Now, I don't believe that Disney ever did an adaptation to this. If they did, I never saw it, but I don't think they did. It's just pretty scary to think about a wolf eating people. Yeah, I mean, no matter how you slice or dice it, it is a little bit scary. So, if you are going to let your children listen to this story, explain to them it is a scary story. It is something... It's like, um, yeah, like a campfire ghost story. So just be prepared. It is not Disney, okay? It is not a friendly Disney one. Little history. Um, This is not the first version of Little Red Riding Hood. Apparently, there was somebody before the Brothers Grimm's name. uh, What was his name? Perelt? Yeah, Perrault was his last name. He did one in, I believe, the 1600s. And then the Grimm's version was in the 19th century. So, and even before then, they trace it back to uh, 10th century European folktales involving a young girl and a big bad wolf. So, hang tight. Make sure you're cozying up next to somebody. Because it might get a little scary. (laughs) The Brothers Grimm, Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time, there was a dear little girl who was loved by everyone who looked at her, but most of all, her grandmother. And there was nothing that she would not have given to the child. Once, she gave her a little cap of red velvet, which suited her so well that she would never wear anything else, so she was always called Little Red Riding Hood. One day, her mother said to her, Come, Little Red Riding Hood, there is a piece of cake and a bottle of wine. Take them to your grandmother. She is ill and weak, and they will do her good. Set out before it gets hot, and when you are going, walk nicely and quietly, and do not run off the path, or you may fall and break the bottle, and then your grandmother will get nothing. And when you get into her room, don't forget to say, Good morning, and don't peep into every corner before you do it. I will take great care, said Little Red Riding Hood to her mother, and gave her hand on it. The grandmother lived out in the wood, half a league from the village, and just as Little Red Riding Hood entered the wood, 
a wolf met her. Red Riding Hood did not know what a wicked creature he was, and was not at all afraid of him. "'Good day, little Red Riding Hood,' said he. "'Thank you kindly, wolf. "'Whither away so early, little Red Riding Hood?' "'To my grandmother's. "'What have you got in your apron?' "'Cake and wine. "'Yesterday was baking day, "'so poor, sick grandmother is to have something good "'to make her stronger. "'Where does your grandmother live?' Little Red Riding Hood. A good quarter of a league farther on in the wood. Her house stands under the three large oak trees. The nut trees are just below. You surely must know it, replied Little Red Riding Hood. The wolf thought to himself, What a tender young creature. What a nice plump mouthful. She will be better to eat than the old woman. I must act craftily, so as to catch both. So he walked for a short time by the side of Little Red Riding Hood, and then he said, See, Little Red Riding Hood, how pretty the flowers are about here. Why do you not look around? I believe, too, that you do not hear how sweetly the little birds are singing. You walk gravely along as if you were going to school. Why, everything else out here in the wood is merry. Little Red Riding Hood raised her eyes, and when she saw the sunbeams dancing here and there through the trees, and pretty flowers growing everywhere, she thought... Suppose I take Grandmother a fresh nosegay. That would please her, too. It is so early in the day that I shall still get there in good time. And so she ran from the path into the wood to look for flowers. And whenever she had picked one, she fancied that she saw a still prettier one farther on and ran after it. And so got deeper and deeper into the wood. Meanwhile, the wolf ran straight to Grandmother's house and knocked at the door. Who is there? Little Red Riding Hood, replied the wolf. She is bringing cake and wine. Open the door. Lift the latch, called out Grandmother. I am too weak and cannot get up. The wolf lifted the latch and the door flew open. And without saying a word, he went straight to Grandmother's bed and devoured her. Then he put on her clothes, dressed himself in her cap, laid himself in bed, and drew the curtains. Little Red Riding Hood, however, had been running about picking flowers, and when she had gathered so many that she could carry no more, she remembered her grandmother and set out on the way to her she was surprised to find the cottage door standing open. And when she went into the room, she had such a strange feeling that she said to herself, Oh, dear, how uneasy I feel today. And at other times, I like being with Grandmother so much. She called out, Good morning, but received no answer. So she went to the bed and drew back the curtains. 
and there lay her grandmother with her cap pulled far over her face and looking very strange. Oh, grandmother, she said, what big ears you have. The better to hear you with, my child, was the reply. But grandmother, what big eyes you have, she said. The better to see you with, my dear. But grandmother, what large hands you have. The better to hug you with. Oh, but grandmother, what a terrible big mouth you have. The better to eat you with. And scarcely had the wolf said this. Then with one bound he was out of bed and swallowed up Red Riding Hood. When the wolf had appeased his appetite, he lay down again in the bed, fell asleep, and began to snore very loud. The huntsman was just passing the house and thought to himself, How the old woman is snoring. I must just see if she wants anything. So he went into the room, and when he came to the bed, he saw that the wolf was lying in it. Do I find thee here, thou old sinner? said he. I have long sought thee. Then, just as he was going to fire at him, it occurred to him that the wolf might have devoured the grandmother, and that she might still be saved. So he did not fire but took a pair of scissors and began to cut open the stomach of the sleeping wolf. When he had made two snips, he saw the little red riding hood shining. And then he made two snips more, and the little girl sprang out, crying, Oh, how frightened I have been! How dark it was inside the wolf! And after that, the aged grandmother came out alive also, but scarcely able to breathe. Red Riding Hood, however, quickly fetched great stones with which they filled the wolf's body, and when he awoke, he wanted to run away. But the stones were so heavy that he fell down at once and fell dead. Then all three were delighted. The huntsman drew off the wolf's skin and went home with it. The grandmother ate the cake and drank the wine, which Red Riding Hood had brought and revived. But Red Riding Hood thought to herself, as long as I live, I will never by myself leave the path to run into the wood when my mother has forbidden me to do so. It is also related that once when Red Riding Hood was again taking cakes to the old grandmother, another wolf spoke to her and tried to entice her from the path. Red Riding Hood was, however, on her guard and went straight forward on her way and told her grandmother that she had met the wolf, and that he had said good morning to her, but with such a wicked look in his eyes, that if they had not been on the public road, she was certain he would have eaten her up. Well, said the grandmother, we will shut the door, that he may not come in. Soon afterwards, the wolf knocked and cried, Open the door, Grandmother. I'm Little Red Riding Hood, and I'm fetching you some cakes. But they did not speak or open the door, so the gray beard stole twice or thrice round the house, and at last jumped on the roof, intending to wait until Red Riding Hood went home in the evening. 
and then to steal after her and devour her in the darkness. But the grandmother saw what was in his thoughts. In the front of the house was a great stone trough. So, she said to the child, Take the pale red riding hood. I made some sausages yesterday, so carry the water in which I boiled them to the trough. Red Riding Hood carried until the great trough was quite full. Then the smell of the sausages reached the wolf, and he sniffed and peeped down, and at last stretched out his neck so far that he could no longer keep his footing, and began to slip, and slipped down from the roof straight into the great trough, and was drowned. But Red Riding Hood went joyously home, and never did anything to harm anyone. The end. I absolutely loved going back to this original piece and actually seeing it with my own eyes as an adult reading this. I mean, I've read all kinds of little adaptations throughout my life, and I've seen little movies made, little claymation or or uh, CGI movies animation, what have you. And they're all so different than this. And it just made me so thrilled to see an original classic from the Brothers Grimm. I mean, it just thrills me to be able to breathe life into it and and as an adult to really see what it was. And uh, yeah, it was a little scary. <laughs> but fun, you know, but fun. All right. I will continue to read these stories, and as Halloween comes closer and closer and closer, I think these stories will be very appropriate. Yes, I think so. So, have a beautiful evening, and I will catch you later. <laughs>